are worlds between our own, and from these worlds there are written histories, both ancient and modern. To read of these testaments scrawled in hidden places and on other things, you must fix your eyes uncomfortably within you, and if successful, your gaze will unlock the door behind raw imagination and meet the manuscript of innumerable folios known as the Dark Darkness. Hello, I'm Sharkchild, and this is The Dark Verse, short stories of occult, metaphysical, and fantastical horror that will follow you to the visions of your sleep. Happy New Year! I'm definitely ready for the new year. 2016 held some personal hardships for my family and I. Uh, there was definitely some great things that happened throughout the year. Uh, including things that happened with the Dark First. De- it was definitely a positive year for the Dark First with me getting back into a routine of putting out regular episodes. But uh, there were some difficult things that I had to overcome. And now that stuff is behind me. So I'm ready to jump into 2017, grow and succeed. And I hope you're there with me, ready to plow forward. All right, it's time to bring in the new year with a little story about newness. So this is my little story inspired by the beginning of a new year. And yes, this is episode 102 of The Dark Verse, and it is entitled The Strange Wax Candles. My new mother and brother arrived on the eve of my twelfth birthday. I was neither happy nor resentful with their addition. It had been three years since my mother died, three years of just my father and I, and I understood that there was a vacancy in his heart and in our home. My only worry was the possible disruption of my routine. I liked to do a great many things, and I liked to do them alone and on my time. I would say that my father and I had a very go-with-the-flow lifestyle. He kept to himself, I kept to myself, and then we would have our moments together in between. I liked it that way, but I was open to at least being a little bit flexible. My father came bursting into my room with an excited grin. They're here, he said, looking sharp. He had shaved his thick gray and brown beard and was wearing a slick, business casual outfit. It had been a while since I had seen his full face. He guided me to the middle of the house. A strong, pleasant smell hit me as I turned the corner to the living room and saw them. It was like fresh, clean linen on the sands of the ocean. It was not overpowering. It was like the warmth and coziness of a blanket pulled over the body on a rainy day. I immediately felt at ease. My new mother was a beautiful, slender woman. She wore a long, dark purple coat over a white blouse and a dark brown skirt, and she had a purple flower slip between her tied-up brunette hair. A small patch of brown freckles spread across her pale nose and cheeks. Her eyes and their soft gray speckles spoke to me of kindness and warmth. They were familiar yet foreign all the same, 
They instilled peace. A thought sprung into my mind that I should feel guilty taking an instant liking to my new mother, but I did not have the sensation. She embraced me in a heartfelt hug. My new brother had a friendly smile stretched across his face and placed an arm around my shoulders, giving me an earnest side hug. He was a couple years older than me and also had dark brown hair and a smattering of brown freckles on his face. He wore a heavy, zipped-up olive jacket, jeans, and black sneakers. Like his mother, he was slim, but he stood over six feet tall. Well, why don't we all head over to the dining room and have some dinner? My father asked joyfully. We sat down and my father cut up and brought in a roast. We ate, drank sparkling cider, and talked deep into the evening. A thought came up again that I should have somewhat resented this experience, but I did not. My new mother and brother were wonderful. Before we knew it, it was after midnight, and all of a sudden the lights went off. A growing light came from the kitchen, and voices leapt into a birthday song. My father walked into the dining room holding a chocolate cake with twelve candles. Make a wish he said as he set the cake down in front of me and the singing came to a close. I made my wish and blew out the candles. A little bit later, when the night of welcoming and celebration winded down and everyone retreated to their bedrooms for sleep, I sat at the dining room table in blissful contemplation. All of the lights were off except for the glowing illumination from beneath a few doors. I relived the evening in my mind over and over, smiling continuously at its outcome. I had not been this happy in a long time. Eventually, I stood up and went over to the basement door. I opened it, closed it behind me, and started the descent to its domain. I had been down these steps a thousand times and walked down them in the blindness of near-pitch blackness while holding on to the rails. When my feet hit the basement floor, my eyes had adjusted to what little light there was tucked away in the back corner beneath the canvas covering. I pulled off the covering and revealed two candles burning within a cage atop a stone table. The candles were like trees, wide and thick at their bases while twisting and curving into slender tips. Short little offshoots of wax and wick, like branches, riddled the candles. Each of these branches had a small flame. The wax of the candles was off-white and it was heavily textured. Cracks, crevices, and wrinkles covered the surfaces. The candle's light reached out to the boundaries of the basement, revealing its arrangement in dimness. In front of the stone table was a stone bench, and beneath them was a green turf-covered floor. Along the walls were plaster trees and bushes, and the ceiling was painted black and covered with stars. I sat down on the bench, closed my eyes, and bowed my head towards the candles. Thank you, Mother, I prayed. They're everything we could have ever hoped for. The basement door opened and closed, and someone started making their way down the stairs. Hey, kiddo, my father said as he came into view. Mind if I join you? Nope, I said. They're great, huh? My father said while putting his arm around me. Yeah, they're perfect. I leaned my head against his shoulder. I really didn't think I would love them so much. Well, they're here because of your mother, so you can't be that surprised. True. And they'll be around a long time if we take good care of them. 
The candles were crafted out of the fat of my mother. Over the course of her adult life, she ate generously so that when the time came, her adipose tissue could be harvested and used to make candle people. The practice was called Brjudla and was carried out by a sect of magic users called wax witches, like my mother, who sacrificed themselves upon reaching a certain age in the belief that their souls carried on in the lives of those created through the candles. While they lived, they wrote magic into themselves with special tattoos that imbued their innards with both the magical properties necessary for the creation of people and the blueprints of those people that would be created. My mother had tissue prepared for many more candle people, special people that would be integral parts of our lives and would be loved deeply. I'd better hide the candles now, I said to my father, standing up. All right then. A fun day awaits, so get some good sleep. There's some special things planned for Miss Birthday Girl. Thanks, Dad, I said. I walked up to the cage, opened it, and took the candles out. You might want to follow me or you'll be left in the dark, I said. I'm right behind you, my father replied. When we reached the top of the basement stairs, my father kissed me on the cheek, wished me a happy birthday, and told me he loved me, and walked off to his bedroom. I went to my own bedroom and locked the door. Then I sat the candles down on my desk. I opened the left side of my sliding closet doors and crawled into a small nook. I then opened a secret panel tucked away on the lower wall. Behind it was a fireproof alcove containing ventilation specifically for these candles. I went back to the candles, grabbed them, and then placed them inside along with the lone candle that was already there. That concludes episode 102 of The Dark Verse. If you'd like to listen to more episodes or download them, the best places to do that are at thedarkverse.com, on iTunes, or at SoundCloud. And on those two platforms, just search for The Dark Verse and you will find this podcast. If you'd like to give uh, some monetary support on a on a monthly basis to the podcast, you can do that at patreon.com slash the dark verse. That's P A T R E O N.com slash the dark verse. That help would be greatly appreciated. And also if you become a patron, you get some exclusive content like me, uh, discussing the inspirations behind the story. So that's a cool little bonus. If you want to dive a little deeper into the podcast and give me a little uh, support in that regard. So, All right, here we go. Jumping into the year of 2017. I will see you again soon. And I wish you the best of luck with your goals, with life, and everything else. All stories on the dark verse are the sole property of Sharkchild and cannot be used for distribution, publication, or monetary gain without his written consent. Sleep deeply and remember to love. (laughs) 